RTL Original Podcast. For this week's bonus episode of Song 2, Sam Steen caught up with Ben of New York City upstarts Bodega ahead of one of their shows here in the Grand Duchy earlier this year and suggested the vocalist and guitarist offer up his take on the Song 2 theory. And he did. Sort of. Yeah, we self-consciously wanted to make something very different than Endless Scroll, something, something, uh, you know, a little, a little bit more expansive. I don't know. I didn't. For me, the the most interesting thing about the record is how different the A and the B sides are. Um, so, in some ways, I think Throne is kind of like the Endless Scroll sound in a way, but like new and improved, and the uh, the most like crystallized and distilled version of the Endless Scroll sound. So we start the record that way, but then it slowly morphs into a new kind of new flavors. And then and on the B side, especially, there's a lot of things that we had never done before. More almost uh, classic rock kind of uh, homages in our own style, so, which, which, you know, I think hopefully is interesting and or surprising to people. That's cool. So was it recorded in that way? You know, did you have two sides in mind when you sat when you sat down to, to write it? No. Um, well, no, we 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 hadn't come up with the sequence beforehand. But I, but when we do write, we definitely do put songs in different camps. Like, uh, you know, there's maybe like five five. I guess I'll say modes of bodega. We usually know what kind of mode it is. Like this one's a burner, super fast, short song. This one is a dancey funky punky song this is a ballad this is a pop rock song this is like uh an x-factor word kind of experimenting song you know those are like our five modes maybe so you always kind of like know what mode you're working in and you know you're not you know you're gonna not gonna start the record with one of those modes or, or you are but you know we had way more songs in the 12 um, I think we wrote something like 30 and then we whittled it down to 20 to record for the album and then we went back and recorded two more so I guess there was 22 that we recorded for the album and we didn't figure out the track listing till way later you know the, the track listing to me is like editing a film maybe where the material itself tells you the order it wants to be in so like you have to um, be very patient and, and allow the the proper order to reveal itself to you. That must be really hard when you have, especially when you've recorded the tracks as well. Is it a bit like Killing Your Darlings? Are there ones that you kind of leave out and think that'll do well on another record, that'll go out on an EP, or do you just actually like 
bin them and never return to them. It depends. There are some that we bin that we just know we don't really like anymore. <laughs> but there are many of them we actually have been putting out anyway as B-sides to the singles, just on streaming and stuff. So there's a, like, there's a song called Top Hat No Rabbit that we like a lot that uh, ended up being the Doers B-side. So you can, you can hear it online. Harder, better, stretch this city's made for the Doers. You know, it's not like we don't like the song. It's uh, we still want it to be out. Actually, I think this summer, it's 100% not in set in snow, but we're planning on releasing like a little thing that's like all the cut tracks. So that may or may not happen, but it's, at least we're talking about it. <laughs> so the tracks will come out anyways. Also, the CD version has an extra song that didn't fit on the vinyl because you know vinyls only hold 22 minutes on either side. CDs, you know, you can hold something like 79 minutes or whatever it is. So there's an extra song on the CD, which, uh, you know, we're all really fond of that song. Um, and, you know, I, I guess, you know, probably like 10%, not less than 10%, 1% of the people that heard the album. Oh, yeah.